Hello and welcome back to this mad, mad edition of your Beef Sticks podcast. That's right, folks. In the words of a wise man, it's a fucked up world in a fucked up place where everybody's judged by their fucked up face. And you've got two of the most fucked up individuals in the world speaking into your earbuds right now. Of course, Fat Mac. And of course, Pasty saying, get yourself some real headphones, get those earbuds out. You a man now. Who the fuck's gonna like jog with headphones on? I don't earphones know. on. That's just, that would be so uncomfortable. It would look weird too. I know we used to do it back in the day, but I also had a Discman back then. Yeah. I remember, I remember when they made jeans with pockets so big you could fit a fucking Discman in them. Easy. They were called Jenkos. Yes, they were. <laughs> and I well, had some. Trip pants were about the same way. Yeah. But those things were way more expensive and didn't last nearly as long. Uh, and if you have a problem lasting nearly as long, hit up a Blue Chew. Oh, wait, shit, they're not sponsored. <laughs> Not yet. We're coming for you. You can still hit up Blue Chew, folks. It is a Blue World what Order. The... And remember, it's That's not right. just for men who can't get it up. It's for men who want to increase their stamina and give their woman just a little more pleasure. Yes. And for the man who can't find a shirt to wear, there's always Qualities T-Shirt Company. Brought to you by my homie, That Dude Saint. Bringing you custom tees, sublimation, heat transfer, vinyl, and decals. Special gifts, sports team shirts, and just search shirts for any occasion. Custom graphics and logo services are offered. That Dude Saint has got you in his hands. And when you're in That Dude Saint's hands, you don't need no blue chew. No, you don't. You just need some monster wear clothing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> bringing your small runner bulk orders on decals, stickers, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, glassware, jerseys, and many other types and styles of fabrics. You know the deal. It's my homie, Corey Matthews, working Corey very Matthews. hard to bring you the finest custom quality products. That's right. And that's our sponsors for the week. Yes, folks, and don't forget, these sponsors... Go visit them. Go check them out. Let them know that Beef Sticks sent you because soon enough, they are going to be bigger than Jenko's were in the late 90s. And folks, they are going to be making history. And don't you want to wear a piece of history? Yes, that's right. I know we have history we can wear from qualities. We do. And it's gorgeous. And it's beautiful. And it feels so comfy. And it's form-fitting. Oh. But... There's other history going on, and that brings us to this week in pro wrestling history. This one doesn't go as far back as some we've done. We've done some way far back, but this one goes eight years ago, pasty. It's hard to believe 2011 was eight years ago. August 20th, 2011, folks, Pro Wrestling Gorillas Battle of Los Angeles Tournament, one of the biggest independent tournaments in pro wrestling where a who's who of future talents have always come up on top. Such an amazing tournament. That took place eight years ago. The semifinals, Pasty, saw El Generico defeat Willie Mack and Kevin Steen go over against Eddie Edwards. Then Steen faced off against El Generico in the finals. That is a classic bout, folks, with the Generic Luchador winning the tournament. 
There were other participants, of course, in the tournament, and that was a who's who of current and a few past stars. Pasty, there was Chris Hero, Claudio Castagnoli, Roderick Strong, Joey Ryan, Dave Fit Finley, and Scorpio Sky. And in fact, the only non-tournament match was a PWG tag title match that saw the Young Bucks retain their championships over the Kings of Wrestling. Of course, folks, if you don't know who the Kings of Wrestling were, Claudio Castagnoli and Chris Hero. That's a hell of a card. Yes, it is. And it's amazing to say, like, all of these names are still prominent in pro wrestling today. Yeah, other than maybe Scorpio Sky is probably the only one who really isn't. You know, but I still, man, Scorpio Sky was awesome. Yeah. You know, Dave Finley still has a backstage position in WWE. So he's still, obviously. Claudio Castagnoli, we've said his name enough times here that folks who even didn't follow Independence should already know that's Cesaro in WWE. Yes, yeah, a very mysterious ice cream for those of you <laughs> hardcore listeners out there. And for those of you who don't know, and I don't know how you don't know, El Generico was the trainer of Sami Zayn. And him and Kevin Steen had quite a rivalry back in the day, as well as one of the best tag teams. And that is why Sami Zayn hates Kevin Steen to this day, because he carried on the rivalry from his mentor. Yes, El Generico basically trained Sami Zayn how to be friends with and hate Kevin Steen. He did. He did. He was quite, quite a man. And, Pasty, there's another man, a man of a thousand holds. And, um... He's a man who I've always had a lot of respect for, but god damn, if he didn't do something to bring us the Jerry of the Week back. We haven't had a Jerry oh for a boy. while. Yeah, that's true. You want to let us know what happened here? Well, the Man of a Thousand Holds recently did a shoot interview with RF Video. They released an 11-minute preview, and during it, Malenko touches on Chris Benoit tragedy, saying, I would have trusted Chris with my life and my kids. Oh. Whoa. Uh, and, and you put that in your preview video? Oh, well, it's good for them to put it in the preview because that's going to make people want to watch it, you know? Maybe, 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 like, they took it super out of context. We're hoping like hell. Like, this was back in the schoolyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, you know, like like we said before, before it aired Pasty, I believe that before all that stuff happened, Dean Malenko probably would have trusted Chris with his kids. But after knowing what's going on, with the luxury of hindsight, he should have changed it to something like, at the time, I thought I would have trusted Chris with my kids, but I know better now. Something like that. I mean, there's just... Yeah. You shouldn't say you would have trusted him with your kids if you know that he killed his wife and kid. Yep. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Yep, Dean, not so great, Malenko. It's ungettable. Mm. Inconceivable. Yes, yes. Well, we got a lot of show, a lot more show than I think you were planning on this week. I, you know, stuff just—it started out really slow, and then stuff just kept popping up, buddy. Yep, but because of that slowness, folks, later on in the show, we get an all-new game for you. Well, for us. Coming up with new games. For Holy us and shit. for you to listen to. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. We like to keep you on your toes. We like to keep it refreshing. We like to throw y'all a little entertainment in there. It's fun to talk about wrestling. It's fun to make predictions. And it's fun to complain or, or do praise. But 
God damn if you don't got to switch it up every now and then and just have some weird fun. Something to, you know, there's always got to be something that separates you from all the other millions of podcasts out there, Pasty. And I like to think we do a little bit of that. Right. But we got to throw a curveball every once in a while, too. So let's uh, throw that curve and get as far away from fun as we can and into some wrestling news in this week's Savage Sentinel. Yes, Pasty. Start this off. There is a lot of news about shows, about wrestling TV shows. That is the majority, the bulk of the news is about wrestling TV shows. So that, uh, that tells you wrestling you in is, the face like a semi-truck at 70 miles an hour repeatedly over and over again. It's uh, it's it's good for the business, I think. I think that's a, a positive outlook for the business to say that there's this much talk about pro wrestling shows. Yes. Back when there used to only be a handful that were even talked about. Um, but without further ado, first one, according to Dave Meltzer Pasty, USA Network will officially begin airing NXT with the premiere set for Wednesday, September 18th. NXT TV on USA Network will be expanded to a two-hour live broadcast, so they're definitely making some changes already. It will go head-to-head each week with All Elite Wrestling's new series on TNT. This is a decision made by WWE to air NXT, which they considered their third brand as well as their developmental system, from the WWE Network to USA Network as a way to counter-program All Elite Wrestling, which will air their debut show on October 2nd on TNT. Now, WWE wanted to get a jump on AEW, which is why the start date will be next month. And uh, that's, you know, that's that's smart marketing. It is. If you go back to the old Monday Night Wars. Hey, we did with, it first. Yeah. You fucking well, you go did. back to Monday Night Wars with WCW Monday Nitro would always start their show at 6.58. Right. So that they'd get their pyro going before WWE got on the air. Because if, you, if you're flipping through the channels, you're flipping back and forth, you catch that one first, you're going to start watching it first. It's just, that's how we are. We're humans. So I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of questions and concerns here. Well, let's 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 finish this up and then I'll let you knock them out. All right. USA is apparently paying sixty million dollars over two years to air NXT. So basically, that's thirty million a year or pasty six hundred thousand dollars a week. Ow! So this is definitely going to be profitable for WWE. There's no way they're losing money on this deal. At least these first two years. Until nobody watches it on TV. Oh, I guess they still don't lose the money. The network yeah. does. With this with this news, Meltzer surmises at least some of the performers on the show are reportedly expected to receive a more lucrative contract. The belief is that at least the top-tier NXT talent will have new contracts at closer to the main roster figures than current developmental deals, Dave Meltzer wrote in his latest newsletter. You know, this could be so good or it could be so bad. We're talking NXT being a two-hour TV show on USA, and you're going to tell me Vince isn't going to have his dirty hands all over it? It's basically just going to be... I Well, I fear that it's just going to be Raw and SmackDown. I mean, Vince could say, Hunter, this is your chance to prove it to me, and if with NXT you can take AEW out of business, the kingdom is yours. But we all know Vince McMahon, and I don't think it's that. Well, let me let me play devil's advocate here. Let's say Vince McMahon doesn't get into NXT any more than he already is. Let's say he even completely steps back and just gives it to Hunter. We've got a third party in the mix now, and USA yes. Network can disapprove of things and make them change things. 
Yeah. So now it's not even just Vince McMahon that Triple H has to deal with. Now it's an actual cable network with people who obviously respect wrestling because of what it's done, but they're they're not wrestling people. They're TV people. No, and it seems like more and more lately you hear the network wanting to get their hands in, in the mix yeah. more often, and, and it usually doesn't turn out very well. Uh, my my next concern is is there's a lot of talk about this now. NXT is the third brand; it's no longer developmental, and thusly people would go back to NXT. Now this could be good if you bring the right people back who should be getting used on the main roster but aren't. But the second you send a Roman Reigns back to NXT and put the championship on him, ugh. I'm going to I'm going to say this. Looking at it. I want to say I'm speaking a lot of negative right now, and I have thought on all sides of this. Oh, yeah. Looking at it as as a network, looking at it as a a TV show, as opposed to a WWE network special or, you know, their their own product, I would argue, Pacey, that you have to take some bigger names from SmackDown or Raw and put them on NXT if you want USA audience to watch NXT. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, be like a AJ Styles or a Seth Rollins or I mean you don't. I'd have say to have, send Daniel Bryan. That's you know, the Daniel one Daniel Bryan. Want. Yeah, that would be good. I mean, you just I think you have to. I think you have to, and I think I think USA is going to want it, but I think rightfully so. I think if you've got now a network television, you have to appeal to the USA audience, not to the people who are buying the network. And what's scary there is, I think every single. Um, yeah, see, I agree. Every every single uh, um, oh man, I can't think of the word, but uh, survey. Every single survey that I've ever seen that asks you to rate why you buy the WWE Network, and they give you multiple choices. Number one every time is NXT. So, is this going to hurt the network at all? Is the other question. Well, from what I have heard, and it's been numerous times, is NXT. It will air on, on USA on Wednesdays, but it will be on the network on Thursday, and it won't have that week delay or the month delay like Raw and SmackDown do, which I think might be a step in the right direction for when the next contract negotiations come up, that the I network feel, gets yeah. them the day after, because they should. Hulu gets it the day after. Yep, yep. I, I'm okay with that if you don't have to wait a whole month. Yeah. It would be yeah. it w- that would be better for the network in general because it would get a lot more eyes on the network and off of Hulu or wherever plus, they're streaming it. Plus, like you said, when the contract's up in two years, I hate to say this, but a, a bargaining chip WWE can use is, well, okay, um, we want more money. If you give us X amount more money, eh, we'll push NXT off to a week delay, and they won't get it till the next week. So they're really going to want to watch it on USA. You know what I mean? It gives them a little bargaining. That's not good for us, the network purchasers, but it's good for WWE as a business. That's a good strategy. And then, and then, how does this pan out for for the global takeover strategy of NXT originally, where we're going to have developmentals in each country? You already got UK going. Now is UK what? Is that your developmental? But that can only be for people from Europe. Yeah, the developmental thing is what is where I'm concerned. I'm, my guess is at least to start out with, they're not going to have a quote. They're going to still call NXT their developmental brand, but they're just going to go back to using the actual performance center and 
Yeah. Because the thing that the thing they liked about it was it wasn't live. Right. You put them on NXT to get over that stuff. You can edit it. You can move stuff out of there. That I have to assume to in three Smackdown. years there's going to be something that is exactly what NXT is currently. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but with a different name, which isn't necessarily. And a honestly, thing, but... do you change the NXT name? And then you no. know, and then if it's a third brand, do they do they have to be on the? Do they still get takeovers every big four, or do they have their have to be on the main pay per views? There's a lot of questions there that we're is... have to have answered. And, and I mean, we'll get the answers. We'll figure them out sooner or later. But it, it leaves a lot. It's, you know, it, it's awesome. It's great that we're going to have, I think, um, was it, I think Conrad Thompson said it best, is that now Monday or Wednesday night is must watch oh, TV. Yeah. Because yeah. you've got the t- two of the best pro wrestling shows that are on major networks. Mm. Well, you're back to TNT versus USA. And honestly, fuck you know Monday, I mean? fuck and Friday. I think Wednesday's the best night to be TV at all. And when in cable and syndication and, and broadcast, when is or Wednesday ever been must see TV? It, it never is. No. So this is this is kind of awesome. That's it's good for wrestling. It's good for people to have a, a choice. So I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot good about this. I just I really hope. That Vince is offering that challenge up to to Hunter, like you do this, you do good, you put them out of business, and you you've proven yourself. Yeah. Because not only did Hunter take down WCW, and I mean you can't get, I mean you got to give him the credit where credits due with with DX and all that. Uh, I don't think Hunter had much. To, I, I don't eh. think Hunter had anything to do with taking down WCW. WWE didn't have anything to do with taking down WCW. It was AOL Time Warner. I suppose. Let's be honest. But even even if it wasn't, you'd have to give the nod, I think, to Stone Cold and The Rock more than any... And Vince McMahon. Yeah. I don't think DX got really huge until after WCW was done. Well, I mean, they did re- lead the raid on WCW or whatever. Well, yeah, but that was just a mid, mid-show mid skit, you know. Yeah. They yeah. weren't main eventing a lot of stuff at that But, time. I mean, in the WWE history books, it would say oh, Triple H is a general that, yeah. in the war against WCW. Well, of course he was. And so Vince, being the delusional old man, yeah, would. If you could do it twice, it's in yours. The words, in the words of Vince McMahon, my opinion is, Vince didn't screw WCW. WCW screwed WCW. <laughs> oh, but basically, there's so much more. We're we're, we're stuck on this NXT oh, thing, I know. which I of course NXT is probably our favorite uh, WWE show. Yeah. But man, there's more shows out there, and more Meltzer. Uh, there is, because Meltzer also claims the expectation is that weekly SmackDown live tapings will run for three hours once the show moves to Fox. Well, the general assumption would be for the third hour of tapings to be for 205 Live, which they've done and let go of before. There are some people in the company who see the Cruiserweight exclusive show as a failed experiment. Due to this... It is speculated that the company may cancel the show altogether, and the third hour of tapings can be utilized for something else, such as one-hour show being taped for Fox Sports 1, airing along with the weekly Fox Sports 1 in-studio show on Tuesdays, which is what, just summarizing Raw? <laughs> yeah, it'd be, you know, talking, to interview here or there, clips of the other things. I mean, that's about it. Two-thirds of your product come after Tuesday, so it's like, to me, that's awkward. (coughs) 
Or WWE could debut a new network exclusive show, or they could ruin SD by expanding it to three hours like Raw. I think they're going to expand it. I think 205 Live is getting scrapped, and it's been getting scrapped, as you could tell with Buddy Murphy and 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 Cedric Ali. Alexander and Ali and all these people just kind of getting merged. I'm sure a lot of them will wind up on NXT. Yep, yep. Which is fine. I'd rather well, I would yeah. rather have them there than than more established stars. Correct. I hope like hell they don't do the three hour deal. I hope if I you hope if Fox you send back established it. stars, like I said, it's got to be somebody like Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe, Cesaro. What if what if this uh, what if this third hour is a new developmental show. Like you said, they're going to have something that's exactly <laughs> like NXT. It just won't have that that name. Yeah. What if that's what this is now? Now they're already... I don't it's know. tough NXT. enough. <laughs> it's tough enough. Call it NX-Pre. It's before <laughs> they get to NXT. It's NX-Pre. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is... Uh, I, I, I'm okay with them getting rid of 205 Live. I was super stoked for it when it started. And but honestly, as, soon as Vince got his hands into it, I got so sick of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to shit on SmackDown Live if they do take it to three hours because, yeah, it, it's kind of a pain to watch with Raw, but I can't imagine going back and it would give the talent on SmackDown more time. And you'd be able to get more talent off of Raw and onto SmackDown to fill that time. Yeah. I it mean, would it balance would be things better but without even... firing a bunch of people. But even pretty much everybody, even in WWE, including Vince McMahon and Hunter, and anybody who's watched the product, anybody anywhere, has all said you can't do a good three-hour show. I mean, you just can't. There's no way to do a good three-hour show. You could do it, you know, once or twice a year as a special, but you can't. Honestly, though, uh, Raw and SmackDown are going to get the buy here because Vince is not even going to be paying attention to how they're doing anymore. It doesn't matter. Those are the established shows and they exist. What matters is the ratings of NXT versus AEW, and that's where the focus is going to be. I I think Raw and SmackDown, uh, essentially, I mean, they've been getting better, but I think, like, they're not going to change ultimately. Other than now that there's three brands, I see a big draft from all brands. But don't forget, Pasty, also in February, um, XFL starts, and Vince is going to be big into that, too. So that'll be interesting to see what happens. Well, you know what, Pasty, we're not done. There's still more more news about shows, more news. And one of my favorite shows is Impact Wrestling. And, Pasty, they're going to be airing this week's episode as a backdoor pilot for a potential studio-style TV show. Uh, basically kind of what we were talking about with, uh, WWE, it'd be like an in-studio, you'd have interviews, you'd talk about upcoming stuff, probably some clips, uh, maybe a short show. This kind of show has been discussed as a secondary series because Impact is still, still trying to shop around to find a new home on cable with a bigger distribution. So this one would... It's so weird that they're trying to expand to a second series out of all the companies out there. Well, it's just studio one, so it's... I, I I understand. And they've done that in the past. Yeah. I can't say I've watched it, but... <laughs> Out of all the companies, you'd think that they would be the last ones, too. Because I feel like they're the ones who are... I guess Ring of Honor is probably more on their last foot right now, but... I'd almost say I think Impact out of the... Uh, the, the MLW Impact... In Ring of Honor, I'd almost think Impact probably has the the 
is probably the most profitable, but I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. ML Fusion is now available on PlayStation View, so if you've ditched your cable and pay the $60 to the PlayStation Man, on top of the $60 you already pay yearly for your free games every month, <laughs> uh, enjoy it. It's, I've never even heard of this until I seen this. You don't story. even need a PlayStation to watch it. You can get PlayStation View on your TV and shit. It's basically like like the YouTube TV and shit, where they're they're yeah. just it's Hulu has it too, where it's just cable TV streaming. Yeah, service. I've never heard of it. Yep, that's because it's not <laughs> it's not a value. <laughs> no, but it must uh it must have a pretty good reach. Yeah, it did net the series an additional five hundred thousand viewers. Which is very surprising. It's not shabby. MLW is working on several additional streaming platforms to increase the footprint of their weekly series. And I guess we're going to talk about things like PlayStation View. I did want to say that all seasons of Lucha Underground are available on 2B TV. And that is a free streaming service. I like 2B. Yes. 2B is good. I did not know that Lucha Underground was on there. Good for them. I suppose they picked up the rights after um, NXT dropped it. Yep, probably. And NXT only ever picked up the first two seasons, so that's good. I think I'm going to go back there and get me a little LU fix, baby. There you go. I'm not. That just wasn't (laughs) for me. It was definitely for me. And another show that's for me, Pasty, that I really, really enjoy, and I'm going to get ready to watch the third season, is Glow. And uh, speaking of GLOW, former WWE Divas champion AJ Mendez, who used to wrestle as AJ Lee, has signed on to write a new GLOW comic book series. Nice. That is cool. That comes from The Hollywood Reporter. IDW Publishing will be releasing a new GLOW comic book series this fall, and AJ will be teaming up with actress Amy Garcia, who you might know from Dexter or Lucifer, to write the stories. Making their comic book writing debuts with the series, AJ and Garcia will write the first episode, Glow vs. the Babyface, with Hannah Templer as the artist. Hmm. That's kind of cool. That is cool. I love Glow. I love comics. Wrestling Um, and comics need to exist in the same medium more often. Yeah, yeah. You know, WWE used to have their own comics. Um, Warrior had his own comic. Undertaker had his own comic. Got those WWE comics that got to be worth something now, huh? About buck fifty. I'm excited for that. As much as Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling. Damn right. I am excited for the third season of Glow also. It's up now. I just haven't started watching it. I'm trying to end a couple other series before I pick it up. Yeah, I, I still only watched the first season of Glow and... From what I heard, the third season of Glow is a major letdown, but I don't know, so I... I'll I'll let you know. I'll be the judge of that. As if the pro wrestling podcast arena isn't saturated enough, they took our germs! They took our germs! Now, now we have more competition to deal with, folks. WWE is planning to launch their own podcast network dubbed the WWE Network. Wait. Probably not. (laughs) The WWE Network Network. (laughs) The new network is expected to produce multiple podcast series with WWE wrestlers and behind-the-scenes players 
Although full details on the podcast lineup will be announced at a later date. Yes. WWE is partnering with Endeavor Audio for the new project. WWE currently works with Endeavor Streaming to power the WWE Network. Endeavor Audio also already works with the Bella Twins on their Bella's Pod. Wait, that that's actually a thing. That's actually a thing. Uh, um, I uh, didn't know it was a thing why? until this story, <laughs> and I've never heard it. But I bet we get more listeners. Probably not. I will say that it's. Uh, I will say at least it's it's cool that they've got an established company. Um, I like what they've been doing with the WWE Network, and uh, they're obviously doing other podcasts. So, you know, it was bound to happen. WWE's been dabbling in it. They had their Stone Cold podcast. They had their Mick Foley podcast. <laughs> they had one season of something else to wrestle with. The Mick Foley podcast. What did they do? Two a... episodes. <laughs> yeah. God. Pretty much every time they put out any of those surveys, you know, they asked about if you do watch podcasts. So I think we all knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of sense that they would do that, but fuck them maybe for we'll doing get that. Some, yeah, but maybe we'll get some really. I mean, good it's just it. it's I'm just gonna... WWE's way to slant everything in their favor. Well, of course, of course. I don't know. But I don't think it's going to change my podcast listening diet very much. I'll I'll see what they have to offer, and I'll God, they're going to buy go up Edge and Christian, aren't they? Oh, they can. Uh, I don't listen to them anyways. I do. Uh, well, Pasty, I uh, wasn't sure where to put this <laughs> or even what to say about it, but I just thought it was worth mentioning. Should that, we just uh, do seven... it on three? All right. One, two, three. Seth, Seth Rollins, Rollins and Becky, and Lynch, Becky Lynch, Lynch are officially, officially engaged. engaged. That's really hard when you don't got each other's mouths to look at while you're I know, doing right? it. <laughs> Yeah, the man and and the architect are, are engaged, at least. Yes, and not in mortal combat with one another. Marital combat. Yes. So that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm good. For, I'm, I'm, I don't know what to say. I just had a stroke, I think. <laughs> I'm happy for them. Good for I'm them. hoping Those they've the been together much longer than they've been public about it. That's where I sit. Well, you know, I yeah. That's all I am too. But Otherwise, it's just two sta- two top stars who decided to fuck each other, and then one it's day one of them's not going to be a top star, and there's going to be some resentment. It's just Cena and Bella again, basically. But <sighs> I, I like Seth and I like Becky better than Cena and Bella. I so. think WWE got their fucking fifty cents out of it. I don't think they're going to bring it up too much more in show, which is a good thing because it was ruining both of them. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that'll be interesting. Pasty, I know you were excited for this one, so why don't you run with this this one? That's right, folks. The XFL team names have officially been revealed along with their stadiums. That's right. We've got the Dallas Renegades playing at Globe Life Park. My boys, the DC Defenders playing at Audi Field. The Houston Roughnecks are playing at Tideiku Stadium. TDECU. LA Wildcats are playing at the StubHub Center. The New York Guardians are playing at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. The Seattle Dragons, because they're blowing a lot of smoke off in Seattle, playing at Century Link Field. 
The St. Louis Battlehawks are playing at the Dome at America's Center, which is a weird name for a thing. And the Tampa Bay Vipers are playing at Randy Orton's house. No, at Raymond James Stadium. You think Orton's got some stake in that team? I think they're definitely going to have him make an appearance or two. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not wild about these names. No, the only one I actually, I well, I like two of them, um, but I can't like one. And so um, for some reason, I, I like think LA Dragons. Wildcats, and I go to basketball. Yeah, I like. Uh, well, I think that's probably because um, isn't uh, oh, pro- you're probably thinking of the Minnesota Lynx when you think of that the WNBA. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably. Maybe I don't know. I like the dragons, Seattle dragon dragons. It's creative. Cool I like it. Where, yeah. Nobody else has had dragons. I dig battle Hawks too, just because they're battle Hawks. I guess that's gotta I be the coolest kind of hawk. Is, but I mean, wasn't that was, what was that one? Was that battle Hawks that, uh, eighties TV show? No, that was silver Hawks. <laughs> Sorry. That'd be even cooler. Um, but of course, you know, I gotta, I gotta rep my hometown. So I'm going to be rooting for DC defenders at least. To Hell start out. Yeah. So, I mean, I have no choice in the matter. DC Defenders. I have to just because it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all pretty bad. It's all pretty cringy. They are. They are. Uh, but it'll be interesting. Um, we did. Here's post, to a cringy post. season. And many more. I don't want this to be a one and done again this time. I, I, I think they got their ducks a little more in a row this time. You know, and uh, honestly... Worst case scenario, maybe it gets moved to the network. I right, don't know. you could do that, but um, I'd probably watch it more that way. <laughs> for anybody who hasn't seen and is curious what the actual logos look like, we did post a picture of all of the team logos with their names on our Facebook page. So go ahead and hit up facebook.com forward slash Beefsticks Podcast and let us know who your favorite team podcast. is. Let's get yeah, into this shit. It'll be good. We're going to be starting fantasy leagues. Pop it in, pop it out. You got to do that. <laughs> and with that, Pasty, we've got the ins and outs. Yes, that's right. Formerly known as the comings and goings. And it may be changing again, too. We're trying to come up with uh, trying to come up with what we like. You know, we're B-Sticks Podcast. It could be the In-N-Out Burgers. Yeah, the In-N-Out Burgers. But one person who's in, Pasty, is... Dr. Tom Pritchard earlier this week has reported that MLW had hired him as a senior agent. Now, some people may know that for several years, Pritchard was a senior talent trainer for WWE. Pritchard will join MLW starting on September 7th for their War Chamber event in Dallas. So this is a huge win for MLW because so many people have said, even though Tom Pritchard isn't the best wrestler in the world, so many people have said he is one of the best trainers ever to train wrestling. And so many of today's young stars in WWE will tell you he was one of the biggest influences on them in the ring. Dusty Promo, Dr. Tom in the ring. So this can only be good for MLW. What do you think, Pasty? Sounds tasty. Any relations to Bruce? Well, funny you should ask. It's actually Bruce's big brother. Well, there you one go. that got Bruce into pro wrestling. Is he bigger than um, Bruce? He is. He used to be part of the um, Body Donnas back in the day. It mm. was, um, uh, what was it? Uh, not, 
um, not uh, oh Chris Candido and and Tom Pritchard were the body donnas in WWE back in the early nineties. Okay, um, they had Sonny as their manager at first, and then somebody who just a genius. I don't even know where they come up with these things. Decided to take the gorgeous and super over Sonny away from them and give them a cross-dressing man who dressed up like a woman named Cloudy. Oh, I love it. Yeah, awesome. The exact opposite of what everybody wanted. For people who who may be wondering, you know, if maybe you don't know Tom Pritchard as a person or heard much about him, um, the only thing you have to know, Bruce he's Bruce Pritchard's brother. Bruce Pritchard can be one of the most annoying uh, uh, people that'll piss everybody off. He... He gets hate everywhere he goes. I love listening to him. He, he's got a great mind and can tell a great story, but, you know, he kind of rubs people the wrong way. And there's a famous saying that many, many a wrestler have said in the day. And that saying is, I would take a bullet for Tom Pritchard. I'd put a bullet in Bruce Pritchard. So, <laughs> there you go, folks. That's all you really need to know about him. I'd take a bullet for Tom. I'd put a bullet in Bruce. <laughs> I take the bullet that was going at Tom and redirect <laughs> it in Bruce's direction. Yep. So yeah, he's uh this is a good win for MLW. This is gonna be very good. Another good one. Kenta teamed up with Tomohiro Ishii and Yoshihashi against Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa, and Bad Luck Fale at the G one climax finals. Earlier this week, earlier this week, I think I heard about all the results of this last week. I think it was like Saturday, wasn't it? Uh, maybe. It, I, was after, it was after we recorded our last one. I always consider our, our podcast week. Is, okay. That's what I consider. I, I consider it our podcast week. All right. That's just me. I know, I'm confused. <laughs> it's like our fiscal calendar. Right. You know, companies oh, yeah. have a fiscal calendar and it off. never starts in January. <laughs> Our fiscal count, our year, month one is March. What the fuck? Okay, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, during the match, Kenta turned on his tag partners. He turned them on. Yes, he did. Mm. They got a little chub going. And then he turned them down to join the Bullet Club. Which is a huge acquisition for the Bullet Club, who are probably at a more dominant level now than they ever were before. Which is hard to believe, for me at least. Yeah. Being a guy who didn't know about them until the Elite was, like, there. I mean, I guess I had knowledge of them when AJ Styles was right. was running for, the show. Yeah, for a group that everybody thought was even going to disband as soon as they lost the Elite. Mm-hmm. They've really doubled down and, and they... They're fucking, they're not slowing down at all. I mean, the world has no shortage of heels. So, I mean, you could potentially do this forever. You know, as a matter of fact, the majority of people have two heels each. Yes. Not everyone, (laughs) but the majority. Some have three. Some have three. You know, some have cankles. (laughs) Just putting that out there. Just putting that out there. Ah. So we go from some really fun news and some really uh, interesting topics on uh, shows coming up and new XFL teams and a lot of fun stuff. But we got some injury reports to get into, folks. We never like to talk about it, but it's always worth letting people know where things are. It's worth informing folks if they want to give a shout out to some of their favorite superstars that they didn't know 
even were having issues, or if you're just curious where somebody was or when they may be coming back. It's our job to let you know. And somebody that you probably haven't been asking about, but is a uh, kind of guilty pleasure of mine, is a former WCW TNA star, Daphne, the Scream Queen, if you will. She shared a medical update on Instagram Monday afternoon. Daphne said that she went to the doctors on Friday and found out that she has a growth of some kind next to her T1 vertebrae. She noticed that her fingers on her left hand were going numb, and then finally her shoulder felt like it was being ripped out of the socket, she said. Ouch. Mm. She explained the pain was actually like two and a half years ago when she had injured a disc in her neck, so she was really concerned. Daphne did state that she will be making an appointment with a spinal specialist to find out exactly what is aggravating her T1 and causing the pain. So we hope it's nothing major and it's something that she can get taken care of soon. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, And then there's Ronda Rousey, who suffered a finger injury on the set of Fox's 911, where she plays a firefighter. I didn't realize I grew up with cops. So like when I saw 911, I was like, oh, it's just cops. I guess I was wrong. See, I grew up with rescue 911 too, which was like cops, but with like firemen and ambulances. (laughs) There was one I used to watch on Sunday that was like that, but it was for animals. Oh, yeah. I think it was called animal animal rescue. (laughs) Animal rescue. Yeah. I know that one. Yep. (coughs) Came on right after. So what happened to Rhonda? Well. She was shooting a scene in which she was supposed to slam a door during a dramatic action moment, but the former WWE and UFC champ was a little too over-exuberant. As a result, she crushed her fingers. Her her middle finger was broken and her tendon was nearly severed, and she also fractured the tip of her ring finger. It should be noted that reports say that Rousey has completed the scene without breaking character, (laughs) which, I mean... You're That's a wrestler, cool. you should. Well, and that yeah, was what she came out with and said. And said, "I'm a wrestler, you know, or I have been in combat sports. We we always are are made to not show the pain until the deal is done." Yeah, but I, I mean, think I think even in wrestling, a lot of people, if they shattered their fingers, would probably. Dude, this finger was halfway off. That picture is gruesome. Oh yeah, it's it's rough. Oof. Should have stayed wrestling, I guess. <laughs> safer thought wrestling was safer right. than acting <laughs> somebody tell Fox. john cena the rock and batista <laughs> quick get back in the ring yeah concussions are a savior <laughs> <laughs> don't go in the boat uh yeah no i, I, I honestly 911's been out for a while and i like i said i just assumed it was cops I don't know what happened to cops. I miss cops to the point that I have playlists that have the it bad got, guys song. It got replaced with um, uh, um, the jail, jail or whatever. No, PD Live, yeah. which is cops, but it's live. <laughs> which is so it's probably cool. way more boring because nothing happens. No, because what they do is they have they have segments that were taped. Pre- <laughs> And so when there isn't something live going on, they, they show some stuff that happened before. And then when something's happening live, they, they got like seven or eight different cities. So, you know, something's always happening. Yeah. So when there is a live thing, you know, they go to the live thing and follow it. And then if, you know, 
the guy got away and they're chasing him down. They'll cut to like a pre-taped thing. Like this happened earlier in the day. And then when they find the suspect again, they're like, oh shit, we got him. We're going back live, buddy. <laughs> it's actually pretty fun. I, I, I don't mind it at all. Hmm. It's basically, I mean, it's cops, but live. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, but does it have the theme song? Because that was the thing that made cops. Yes, it has the exact same reggae theme songs. <laughs> it does. I, I guarantee you, Pasty. Why'd they put a fucking reggae song for cops? I don't know. That makes no sense. I don't know. Oh, but they cannot give you no chicken. I just, I feel bad because it's, a, it's a damn good song and like... You can't, and it's always just going to be that. Except for, <laughs> except for the fact that I look at my kids who have only ever heard the song and never seen cops, and so like <laughs> it's going to change. We just got to keep it popular and prominent. That's all we got to do. Uh, you're making a difference, Pasty. Dude, you're making a difference. I'm going crazy. I'm going mad. Fat Mac, it's time for the mad beef. The mad beef. Holy shit. Yes, folks, the Mad Beef, a brand new game powered by Cloud Style Broadcasting, brought yeah. to you to Beef Sticks Podcast. If you're wondering what Mad Beef is, what is Mad Beef, Pasty? It is Beef Sticks Mad Libs. Awesome. Yeah, bringing you promos from famous wrestlers, and we're going to lib them up. you damn right. We're going to lib the hell out of them. For the uh, one person, maybe, who doesn't know what Mad Libs is, I'm sorry that your existence is worthless, but I will explain it to you. Mad Libs is a, it's a word game where they give you stories, but what they do is they take out random words, and they just tell you what kind of a word it is. Maybe it's a noun. Maybe it's an adjective. Maybe it's a number. And you ask people to put a word in there without letting them know what the sentence is or even what it's about. And as soon as you get all the words collected you, and you put them in the right spots, you go back and read the story. But the original story now has obviously been changed to these wacky words that sometimes have nothing to do with it. Sometimes will fit perfectly and sometimes are so fucking, they fit perfectly in such the wrong way <laughs> that you're just in love with them. Yes. I think this will be. My... This should be as good, if not better, than Lost in Translation. That's where I think, I it's think gonna this be is great. going. This has always been one of my favorite games. And folks, if you don't know, there's a Mad Lib out there for everything. And you know, when I did Mad Libs, we'd always do them dirty and kind of you know out there and stuff like that, which I think Pasty and I'll probably do. But now they actually have adult Mad Libs that actually have like dirty themes, and so it's even better when you get into it. So. <laughs> And there is WWE Mad Libs. I've got uh, Adventure Time Mad Libs, Simpsons Mad. There's Mad. Like I said, there's Mad Libs for every Matlock every Mad Libs. Folks. That's there's, my favorite. Yeah, I like the Matlock Mad Libs. Murder She Wrote's pretty good too. Yeah. So um, I think I, I'm going to start out pasty with my first one here, folks. We're, it's, it's not a guessing game. I know a lot of times we do guessing games. What we're going to do is I'm going to ask him for all of the words. When he's done, and I'm going to put them all in the right spots, then when we're done, I'm going to tell you the title, which uh, or what what promo it is, and I will read it to you with Pasty's new words put in. So, without further ado, Pasty, can you give me a verb? Hmm. Fart. Fart is good. We're starting off good. I like this already. 
Next, I need a name. Sean. Is that S-E-A-N or S-H-A-W-N? Okay, let's just go Sean. S-E-A-N. Okay, so it's not Sean Michaels. Sean Stasiak, there baby. You go. I need a plural noun, pasty. Stadiums. Next up, we have a regular noun. Carpenter. Yeah, we'll go with carpenter. And an adjective. Beefy. It is very beefy. It is. Next, this is probably going to be your favorite one, pasty. Give me a part of the body. Left testicle. You gotta be specific. You gotta know which <laughs> testy it actually is. Up next, pasty, I got a verb ending in ing. Masturbating. And a noun. Park. Alright, and another verb ending in ing. Shitting. Oh, that we are doing. Alright, pasty, this is a fun one here. I need an exclamation. You know, just something that you just would shout out to the world. Fuck! Hey, that's wait, the best one ever. Wait, it's a classic. Wait, po- okay, 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 such, okay. It's such good shit. <laughs> All right, we gotta do such good shit. I love it. That's even better. Fuck is a classic, but such good shit. You can't even go wrong with that one. Um, how about another noun? Stapler. You gotta change it up a little bit, I think. It's gotta be a little all over the place. They can't all be uh, things coming out of your body. Uh, Let's get an adjective. Pocky. Pocky? Like uh, somebody that's got a lot of... Somebody who used to be a meth head, right? I'm not sure if everybody listening knows what pocky is. Think Edward James Almost, folks. Think Edward James Almost. (laughs) Oh, uh, then we got another verb, Loke. Um, hump. And then your favorite in this game, an adjective, buddy. Oh, unseemly. Unseemly. That's a good one. Yes. It's classy, but it means something unclassy, <laughs> so I do All right, folks. Here we've got the classic You Stole My Life promo from Paul Heyman right after ECW had shut down and they brought Paul Heyman into WWE as part of the alliance. Here we go. You fart mine. See, I don't give a damn about Don Owens and Sam Munchnik and Sean. I care about what you did to me and my family. How you stole my stadiums. How you stole my legacy. How you stole everything that carpenter represented. Because while Doink the Clown had beefy hair and a rubber left testicle, Stone Cold Steve Austin was masturbating his first park in ECW, damn you. L.A. Park. (laughs) While Bobby Heenan and Gene Okerlund were shitting and singing Tutti Frutti, ECW was producing the amazing TV that you named Attitude. Such good shit, we've got Attitude. You've got nothing, man. What you've got is my ideas. And you stole my money. My stapler. Excuse me. I I believe you have my stapler. You Pocky. You and your Pocky family. 
I'll tell you something. <laughs> your own children hump your guts. And on Sunday, your children are going to get unseemly <laughs> for everything that you stole from me. From everything you stole from them. <laughs> oh, that worked out so good. And all I can think of is office space where he said, you stole my stapler. That's right where I went to, too. That stapler was in the prison uh-huh. spot, Hasty. So there you go, folks. I hope you kind of get what it is if you didn't know what it was uh, beforehand. That was a fun one. Pasty, you did great. That is good. I'm, I'm very happy with that. So, um... I think you got one for me. Oh, I've got, yes. Yes, I do. All right, baby. Give me a verb. Squat. All right. And a proper noun. Let's go with president. And give me a specific group of people. I'm going to go with troglodytes. All right. Uh, Any wrestling promotion initials? We'll go with W-O-W. A verb ending in E-D. Let's go with slapped. A wrestler name. Or just the name. That wrestler name. Let's keep it the way. <laughs> keep it the way I wrote it, damn it. Let's, Actually, uh, I'm going to need four different wrestler names. So just one at a time. Four different yes. wrestler names. What was Claudio Castagnoli? A very mysterious ice cream. There you go. That's one. Let's go with Suicide. Let's go with, uh... I'm gonna copy you. Let's go with Sean. <laughs> this one's gonna be S-H-A-W-A. <laughs> Alright. And we'll go with a almost was wrestling name, Chili McFreeze. All right, and a noun. Butt plug. Uh, place. Zoo. A zoo. Um, give me a any pay-per-view name. Great balls of fire. I knew you'd go there. It's my go-to as well for just a random pay-per-view. <laughs> Nobody likes it but us. Yes. Uh, a verb. Ejaculate. Uh, adjective. Lazy. Uh, give me a tag team. The Ding Dongs. GS Folks was a real tag team. <laughs> Back in the, the horrible days of late 80s WCW. Alright, and then I need an adjective. Slimy. And a family member. Great grandmother. I love you. Uh, this is gonna be fun. So, folks, this is Cody Rhodes as he speaks to his brother after beating him down at double or nothing. This is gonna be. This is gonna be. <laughs> hold up! Hold up! You don't get to squat here. Because I got to ask a favor in front of the president and the troglodytes. Before WoW was a thing, before we slapped this place up, it was me. It was a very mysterious ice cream. 
It was suicide. It was Sean. It was Chili McFreeze. And I put my name on a piece of butt plug for our show next month in a zoo for Great Balls of Fire. Do you know what the match I ejaculated my name down on? (laughs) That's impressive. It was myself and a partner of my choosing against what I think is the laziest tag team in the world, the Ding Dongs. But I don't need a partner. I don't need a friend. I need my slimy (laughs) (laughs) great-grandmother. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what. Not a lot of people are probably going to be quick to try to pin slimy (laughs) (laughs) great-grandma. You might have you might have a strategy there. <laughs> you might have a strategy there. You don't get the squat here. <laughs> I, I wanna you know, I've I've been able to write my name in piss. But goddamn if I don't have to work at it to try to figure out how to ejaculate my name. That is You'd impressive. have to stockpile for a while, I would assume. Oh I I would assume. That's just and just to aim it, you know. I mean, a lot of times I can't even. Well, what if you got just get a stencil? For just get a stencil and full blast. Maybe. <laughs> so I mean, there's been times I've been standing up and I missed the floor. I like that. This one. is great. We should probably like post that. these on that our was... Facebook too, huh? I think we might have to. We could easily do it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that was a good one. I like that you picked a, a really, a really new and current. Yeah, no, that was my my. When you said Mad Libs, I'm like, what would be really awesome to do, and definitely something he wouldn't think to do. And like, right. I was like, well, what's the best promo in AEW so far? And I think this. I mean, it's it's stupid, but I thought it was really good, and I thought it was perfect for this. I love it. It works out good. It works out uh, very good. I liked it. All right, I got another one for you, Pace. Are you getting your mind ready? Mm-hmm. Alright, so first off, I'm going to do something we haven't done yet. I'm going to need an animal. Parrot. Ooh, I like parrots. Then I need an adjective. Wart encrusted. Wart encrusted. Yes. It's the opposite of Pocky. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it is, to be honest. Wow. I like the way you did that. It's like a sequel or like a prequel. Uh, first he was wart encrusted, went to the doctor, now he's all pocky. Uh, now I need a noun, buddy. Um, um, I don't. Let's go, Lance Storm. You can do that. You can do that, and I will allow it. And now, Pasty, I do not want a great-grandmother, but I need a family member as well. All right. Step-uncle. Step-uncle. Then, how about a famous person? Doesn't have to be wrestling, doesn't have to be nothing but famous. Macklemore. (laughs) I don't know how to spell it, but I don't know how to write it so I can say it. Now I need an adjective. Oh. Feathered. And I need another animal. Platypus. Harry oh, the platypus, one of my favorite characters <laughs> of all time. Can I get a verb past tense, buddy? Boofed. 
How about an amount of money? 35 cents. Now I need a place. The dark side of the moon. How about we go to a number? 420. It's a classic. It's a good one. And a plural noun. Typewriters. And just a regular noun. John Bon Jovi. And we need a family member again. Sister. And how about an adjective that ends in ing? Peeling. How about a plural animal? Aardvarks. And a verb? Smoke. Okay, that'll work. And last but not least, an adjective. Undefinable. Alright, this is another classic, but I think almost everybody has heard it. This is Hulk Hogan, after he had just turned on WCW to become the third man and create the NWO, the New World Order. Well, let me tell you something. I made that organization a parrot. I made people wart-encrusted up there. I made the people that ran that Lance Storm rich up there. Step-uncle and all. When it all came to pass, the name Macklemore, the man Hulk Hogan, got bigger than the whole organization, brother. And then feathered Ted, amigo. He wanted to talk platypus with Hulk Hogan. Well, billionaire Ted, he boofed me moves. <laughs> billionaire Ted promised me 35 cents. And billionaire Ted promised me world caliber matches. And as far as billionaire Ted goes, Eric Bischoff, and the whole dark side of the moon goes, I'm bored, brother. That's why these 420 guys here, these so-called typewriters, these are the men I want as my friends. They are the new John Bon Jovi of professional wrestling sister. And not only are we going to take over the whole peeling business with Hulk Hogan and the new blood, the aardvarks with me, we will smoke everything in our path, undefinable gene. <laughs> He's a legume, by now the way. Have, yeah, we have an average gene and an undefinable gene. <laughs> the new John Bon Jovi professional wrestling. If I ever get into wrestling, that's going to be Isn't my Isn't that Chris Jericho? I, I mean, really. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, Ted wanted to talk platypus. He <laughs> promised him 35 cents. I hope he got it. <laughs> he promised him 35 cents and world-class wrestling. I hope he delivered on at least one of those. <laughs> right. <laughs> probably the 35 cents. <laughs> That's probably uh, what it was. Oh, that one was good. I don't know if it was as good as the first two, but I liked it. It was tasty. It's Hogan. It's Hogan. It's a nice palate cleanser to this next Great. Right. Are you ready, buddy? I am so ready, baby. I'm going to chub. All right. Give me an object. Whoopee cushion. 
me a city. L. All uh, right, object. PlayStation. Verb. Secrete. All right. Uh, give me a wrestling personality. It doesn't have to be a wrestler. Um, let's go with Tammy Lynn Sitch. Uh, I need an adjective. Satisfying. And an object. Switchblade. And a noun. Clitoris. And a place. Let's go with uh, John Cena's butthole. That's a place. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Adjective. Inconceivable! Uh, object. Sister's panties. Try those on, pasty. There you go. They smell funny. And then I need an adjective, my friend. Let's go with... Horse. Horse? Yeah, kind of like, you know, like you haven't shaved for a while, your stubble is horse. Give me another object. Spoon. Spoon? Spoon. I like it. Alright, I need a noun. Barbed wire bat. And a place. Crystal dome in the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Alright, and then another wrestling personality. Let's go all the way back to Gordon Soli. Kids, look that up. I know a lot of you <laughs> One of the best announcers of all time, folks. Gordon Soli. Alright, I need two rhyming words. Two rhyming words. I've got this one. Black sack. Alright. Rhyming words. That's two more. Rhyming. Two more rhyming words. Two yeah. More rhyming yeah, oh yeah. Words. We're not done yet. Let's go with corn porn. It's pornography about, you know, corn. Can I opt to swap them around? Sure. Alright. It's gonna make it better, baby! Uh, you almost got a third set of rhyming words, but I, I decided only to go with two. Give me an object. <laughs> Taser. And a verb. Sweat. I can go sweat. And another verb. Present tense, just flat out verb. Abort. And one more object, and you're out of the woods, my friend. Object will be used a tampon. All right. So what you're about to hear is a promo by The Rock as he's preparing to enter hell. In a cell. <laughs> Finally, the whoopee cushion has come back to hell. Just as sure as the PlayStation, for the very first time, secreted in this arena and called Tammy Lynn Cinch, a f satisfying hermaphrodite, 
It is just as sure this Sunday the Switchblade will be at Clitoris in John Cena's butthole. Now make no mistake, this will be the most inconceivable match the sisters' panties has ever been in. The most coarse match the spoon has ever been in. The barbed wire bat in a crystal dome in the bottom of the ocean. It doesn't matter, Gordon Soleil, what you call it. Whether it is called black in a sack, porn in a corn, penis in Uranus. The only thing that matters is that the taser is going in this Sunday night to do exactly what he does best. Sweateth the aborteth down and get back the used tampons WWF title. That was about as much fun as I had imagined it being. I love it. Oh my god, that is great. The Switchblade will be at Clitoris in John Cena's butthole. Oh god. That is, and I liked when he called Tammy much. Lynn such a satisfying hermaphrodite. She's she's a satisfying <laughs> hermaphrodite. I mean, sure, she's a she's a hermaphrodite, but she's very satisfying. You know, you can, you can like her whether you like men or women. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't get any more satisfying than that. I want them to have a match now with a barbed wire bat <laughs> and a crystal dome under the ocean. That should be their next thing. It's the next big pay per view: crystal dome under the ocean. Uh, I did like that The Rock changed his name every time. That made it more interesting. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I was wondering why there are so many objects that have such a specific thing. Object. Object. Uh, fun. All right, folks. I think we have one more before we move on. Oh, yes. And uh, I can already tell you right now, this, this segment will definitely be returning in future episodes for sure. It's so fun and easy to do. <laughs> All right, starting off, Pasty, how about a verb? Um, wanked, or wank, wanked? wank, whatever fits okay. best, I suppose. All right, and um, how about a noun? Cat. And how about an adjective? Morose. And I need an adjective past tense. Groped. And back to a regular adjective. Crispy. Crispy. Now I need another exclamation, buddy. Chocolate titties. Perfect. (laughs) And an adjective again. Not an adjective. Oh, boy. Moist. Plural noun. Benches. Proper noun. Big Ben. Now just a regular noun? I'm just getting all the nouns in this. <laughs> the DMV. Alright. And a verb. Fuck. We're just gonna bring that one back. We can do it. How about a noun? Drone. And how about you give me an amount of time? 24-7, baby. Oh, right. And, uh, verb? Uh, strut. Adjective. Mucky. And then I'm gonna need, uh, two separate verbs. They're for two separate things, but they're both back to back. I'm gonna let you know I'm gonna need two of them total. They're not connected. 
Let's go with shart. And vomit. It. Two separate things not yeah. connected. Sometimes. And, uh, Sometimes they intertwine. But something that does connect them, part of the body. Mm, the right testicle. Hey, you, gotta, you gotta give a little to each one. You can't let one through. No. The third yeah, hemorrhoid. I'm going back. It's the oh, third oh, hemorrhoid. Oh, oh, oh. Third yeah. hemorrhoid? Okay, I can do that one also. <laughs> but then I'm gonna need a noun. Microphone. So, Pasteen, believe it or not, I actually busted out a recent nice. promo. Something a little uh, current. And I've got the Kevin Owens McMahon pipe bomb that he had just a couple weeks ago. There you ago. go. Here we go. Now I've wanked back and tried to be a good cat, a good company guy, and not morose anyone off for too long. And I'm done with that because it didn't get me anything. So you know what? A while ago, I groped the entire McMahon family crispy out in this ring and say, chocolate titties. From now on, we're going to moist to the benches. And give the audience what they want. <laughs> but the only thing that's happened since then is Big Ben has gotten more power. More DMVs and more TV time than anyone. And fuck me when I say that nobody watching ever wanted drone. <laughs> you know, now we have to sit back every 24-7, baby, on every show and strut to McMahon call himself the mucky in the world. And every time that happens, it makes me shart. It makes me want to come out here and vomit my third hemorrhoid into this stupid table. This is the biggest load of microphone I have ever seen. Hey, man, it makes me want to shart. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you picked grope because that, that's perfect. A while ago, I groped the entire McMahon family crispy. <laughs> I didn't even know you could grope somebody crispy, but damn, now I, now I got something to try to shoot. You saying something like that'll get you elected to POTUS. I'd grope that bitch crispy. (laughs) (laughs) So good, and that fuck yeah, and fuck me when I say. (laughs) Uh, Oh man, this has been fun. These are fun. This is fun. And folks, we are definitely, we're going to upload these to the Facebook page and we will, um, I say pasty, we like, uh, put, put in, put the words in brackets in case folks want to, uh, take those words out and make their own deals. You know there what I mean? you go. Let them be a little, if they want to have fun, play along a little interactive, just to let them know which words we change. There you go. I got all mine capitalized too. Yes. That works. I got chocolate titties capitalized. Very nice. Very nice. I love it. That was a fun game. That was good. That was good. We, You know what? We might not be the best podcast in the world, but goddamn if we don't have fun yeah. games. Try that, WWE Network Network. Yeah, let's see that shit. You can't, because you ain't got it. Ain't Next week been, on Up, Up, Down, Down. Right, it's back into a bunch of magic. <laughs> 
Oh, that was a lot of fun, Pasty, but I think we need to move on to some more news. we got to get back into the, the beef stick sack, the black That's sack. That's right, folks. It's almost time for the freaking weekend, and therefore it is time for your weekly Elite Dirt Sheet. AEW seems to have doubled down on their target audience. They are now the new young cool company right now. And they're aiming straight for that coveted 18 to 34 demographic, and it's working. And nowhere is that clearer than if you look at their future bookings. After AEW's debut episode on TNT, the rest of the episodes currently booked are taking place on or near college campuses. The Boston show will take place at the Egg Anus Arena. That should be a place in the Mad Libs. The Egg Anus Arena. Egg Anus Arena. I'm just going to say that one more time. Egg Anus Arena on Boston University campus. The Lyacoras Center (laughs) is part of Temple University in Philadelphia. And the Peterson's Events Center in Pittsburgh is on the Pittsburgh campus. And the Charlestown Civic Center in West Virginia has WVU and Charlestown University nearby. Man, they're really pushing hard. (laughs) Make no mistake, this is a calculated decision on their part, and I can't disagree with it. Yeah. So when AEW comes to Minnesota, they're going to go to Mankato then? Sioux Falls. Duluth. I mean, you notice they're not hitting the giant campuses up, the big ones. No. They'll get there. No, that, that's very smart. They they know that they know what audience they're catering to. They're not catering to the guys that grew up on uh, 70s, 80s wrestling. They're definitely not catering to them. And and I, think, I just know um, I'm super excited to watch agree with. Wednesday Night Dynamite live from the Aganis <laughs> Arena. <laughs> Yeah, and I can't agree that they're not really marketing towards little little kids. I, I definitely think that's a good strategy. They're shooting for that 18 to 34 demographic, which is the most coveted mm-hmm. demographic for advertisers. Right. So that's also a good thing. So, yeah, I think that's the Honestly, way Honestly, I think it. you get that, more that kids when you audience. market towards the older adults anyway. Because for years, I've tried to get my kids to sit and watch WWE with me, and they just don't have any interest in it until it's something that's a little bit more. And then they want to sit and watch it. Yeah. This is good. I'm going to get, and you know what? And college kids are vocal. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's also another plus. Um, along with, uh, along with growing their TV product, AEW is growing their commentary team as the TV show looms ever closer. First pasty, all of the wrestling headed WWE off at the pass to get Tony Schiavone. Oh, yeah. Or as Chris Jericho used to call him, Tony Schiavone. How excited are you to hear Tony Schiavone and, and JR together on commentary? Oh, together again. Oh, they were yeah. one of the best teams back in the day in WCW. And uh they they were they were one of they were like the A team back in WCW. And now they're here in AEW TNT again. Um, WWE, of course, had interest in Shivani since his popularity has gained a resurgence thanks, of course, to Conrad Thompson and MLW. But, as they've done with a lot of people, AEW locked him down before WWE could get them. 
PW Insider has confirmed that Shivani, who is signed to an MLW contract, will actually continue on with Major League Wrestling. So there will be a lot of Shivani on cable TV in the months ahead, Pasty. And this AEW deal will also bring Shivani back to TNT, where he was the voice of a lot of our fans' childhoods as the lead announcer for WCW Monday Nitro. Yes, indeed. It's a good get. It's a very good get, but that's not the only new commentator, oh, Pasty. Oh, shit. Alex Marvez, of all people, maybe the worst announcer in the world, announced that esports commentator and host Alex Golden Boy Mendez has actually signed a deal with AEW. Now, you might remember that uh, Golden Boy was on Fighter Fest, and he did receive some positive reviews for his commentary. Um, Pasty and I didn't think it was great, but it was definitely better than right, Marvez. Right, but he announced that Golden Boy was replacing him? Damn it. But we're hoping. Uh, Beyond the world of competitive gaming, though, Mendez has also served as a commentator on The Rock's NBC competition series, The Titan Game. I think it's funny because Alex Marvez could almost be a good announcer, just like his name could almost be Marvel, except he fucked it all up at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, my guess here is that they're either going to do one of two things or maybe both of them. Maybe there's going to be a pay-per-view announced team and a TV announced team. Or they're going to announce two other three-hour shows a week right off the bat. (laughs) What I liked back in WCW is maybe they'll have one hour be one set of announcers and the second hour either replace one of the guys or change both of them up. So it kind of keeps things fresh and, and keeps the announcers on their toes. It sounds like they're getting closer to taking Marvez off the announce booth to me. With all the, the they keep getting more gets. I'd be okay with that. Unless their their idea is to Lampoon's idea of too many announcers on the announce table, and he, they put them all out at once. You know they've already got a three man booth, which of course I'm not a huge fan of. And even Jr. has gone out and said he's not a fan of it. But well, could I? Pay I don't him, know. So could do you imagine Jr. and Alex Marvez? Announcing a show. No, but I'd be, I'd be okay with uh, Jr. and Excalibur, and then maybe Golden Boy and Excalibur. Yeah. Keep Excalibur out for all two hours, and then switch out Jr. and and Gold. But I'd probably put Golden Boy on first, and then put Jr. on for the main event. You know. Yeah. I kind of like, and then you could do a three man booth for the pay per views if you wanted to. I don't know. I don't. We don't know what they're gonna do. Maybe one of them is just gonna be a backstage. They're gonna guy put Jr. on the Spanish announce team. Hi, caramba! <laughs> uh, good stuff. But now we gotta get into some bad stuff, guys. Bad it's stuff. the elite injuries. That's right. You thought you were out with the injury report. Now this is part two. Now we reported that back in July, Doctor Britt Baker had suffered a concussion during her match with partner Riho against B. Presley and Shoko Nakajima at AEW Fight for the Fallen. Saturday, Baker announced that she's officially cleared to return to the ring. She shared a photo giving a thumbs up with the caption, cleared and ready to win this casino battle royale at All Out. That's awesome. I'm glad to see her back. I really like her. Well, yeah. She's, I mean, obviously, hands down, she's your first champ, I think. I, 
man, their women's division is is full. They just haven't done yeah. anything with it yet. She, I would be more than I would be more than satisfied if she was the first one. Uh, but there's a few on there I'd be okay with, to be uh, honest. I would be perfectly fine with uh, Awesome Kong, but I don't think she will because, of course, she's splitting her time between wrestling mm. and acting because she is one of the stars of Netflix's Glow. Yeah. Pasty Glow should definitely be a sponsor. They're giving them so many free I shows know. this year. Maybe so they can get us on Netflix good... and we can be beef sticks on Netflix. I think we should do that. I think we should do that. We'll be another one of their one season talk shows. There you go. Have. <laughs> so that's some that's some very good news that makes me happy. Now we got some really bad news. Probably the worst news of the week and definitely the worst news in the injuries. Albeit no injury is good, but this one has major ramifications. Pasty. Yeah, Yeah, the timing couldn't be worse. So uh, it's it's really going to throw All Elite Wrestling off here because John Moxley has been diagnosed with a MRSA staph infection in his arm. He got that during the New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax Tournament. He will not be cleared in time for AEW's All Out. And folks, this is not a work. This is a shoot. MRSA is a pretty big deal. There's no way he's making it by next week. Moxley Although I'd have Twitter to say account. it's probably less bad to fake MRSA than it is to fake cancer, but well, it's just way put less that bad. out there. <laughs> Moxley did write on his Twitter account, "I'm absolutely gutted to hear." I like the way he did right. It, it almost sounds like it was uh, Mad Libbed in there. Mad Lib, yep. <laughs> I'm absolutely gutted to have to deliver this news, but I'd rather it come directly from me. In a nightmare scenario, a serious case of MRSA has returned in my elbow. The timing couldn't be worse. In this circumstance, I am forced to pull out. So he told me <laughs> young. Um, I got right. MRSA. We I'm can't forced... have a kid. <laughs> I'm forced to pull out of the August 31st fight versus Omega at All Out. Still, I expect All Out to be an amazing pay-per-view and hope the fans out there are looking who are looking for an alternative tune in. You'll be blown away by AEW and be excited to be a wrestling fan. I'm looking forward to watching as a fan myself. This fucking sucks. Um, so, Cody then ended up commenting later on, Very heartbreaking news. John's health and safety is paramount to all of us, and we will actively try to reschedule this match down the road. And, an, and a replacement for All Out was announced, Late Friday afternoon, with Omega's new opponent being a returning pop. Yes, which is going to be awesome. I, honestly, I think it could stand to be better than than Omega Moxley. Although I'm excited to see the places Moxley does take Omega to. Yeah, yeah, and of course, all of us here at Beefsticks Podcast and Cloud Style Broadcasting, our thoughts and positive vibes are with John as he goes through this. Of course. uh Renee Young and his family and everybody that, of course, is suffering along with him and AEW. We hope they, you know, this works out. Is it contagious? Can can Renee catch it? it Damn it. But it should be noted, Pacey, that he worked shows this past weekend for Northeast Wrestling, but his single bouts were made tags with the exception of the Friday show in Poughkeepsie. He pretty much insisted on doing that singles match with Pentagon Jr., but he was very careful not to bump on the elbow. And it's no—it's worth noting here that that was before he was actually diagnosed with MRSA and he just knew he had an injured elbow. So 
for people saying it's a work because he was working the last weekend. I, I really don't think no. it is. From everybody who was there, they said that he was really babying his elbow. Like they said, they turned him into tag matches. He's out. He's out for this pay-per-view. It sucks. It's horrible timing for Moxley. It's horrible timing for AEW mm-hmm. in general. But yeah, Pac and Omega. Oh this leaves me gosh. with a burning question. I did form this on, on the Beef Sticks Podcast Facebook page earlier today, and that is... Uh, do you think of the next round of contract signings, AEW is going to look a little bit harder at allowing their wrestlers to wrestle for other promotions in the light of this? Because this this potentially could have been catastrophic to the pay-per-view. See, that is that was always, or at least it's what they always said, and I agree, was always the major reason for both WWF and WCW for not allowing wrestlers to wrestle in other promotions. It wasn't because they were so much worried about gaining that promotion fans or losing fans of their own. The biggest concern was that they can't control how they're wrestling, how the rings are set up, how safe everything is. And they don't want a wrestler who's a big name or even not a big name, but somebody that they're counting on and have storylines getting hurt due to somebody else and then fucking their whole right. storylines up. So, I mean, if I yeah, was, if I was any of the, of the, of the leaders of AEW, I would be, Pretty cheesed that Moxley got to play the entire G1 series. But. New Japan has just completely one-upped AEW when it comes to Moxley. They got his first match. They got his, and they got him for the G1. They got the first major show out of him. They got the G1 Climax. AEW is really uh, taking a second seat to New Japan here. Yep. No, purpose, and, and maybe it maybe it is on purpose too because you, you never know. I would assume AEW is actively trying to get a working relationship going with New Japan. You know, oh, I, I, I don't know. I guess it all depends on what other companies work with who and and what they want to do. I, I really don't know. I think this is going to be a great time in wrestling where we do have promotions working together. And as you said, you know. It'll make AEW think about letting them wrestle for other promotions. I think, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think you're more talking about like these these smaller indie shows like Northeast Wrestling and all that. Not like being worried about them going to wrestle like in New Japan. Well, or I don't know. As, as a promoter, as a booker, I would be more leery just in general. If anybody got hurt not at my show, that's detrimental to my show. Yeah, but you also have to weigh the pros and cons of having cross. Yeah. And I wouldn't think they would put it in place and for you, everybody, but the people that the shows could possibly right. be hinging on. I just think, I assume a company like an MLW, an Impact Wrestling, a AAA, a New Japan, I guess I would think you would assume that they're pretty professional mm-hmm. and have their, their caps But even correct. still, an, uh, accidents can happen, an injury can happen. Exactly. That's, that's where I'm saying. This is pro yeah. wrestling and anything could always happen, so... I don't know. It'll. I mean, again, it's just going to be every everything right now. We're at a state of change right and now, and it wouldn't All even have WWE to be an accident. Be... You think about it; it could just be somebody who's pissed that that their tag team partner got picked up AEW and they didn't, and so they're in a match with somebody from AEW and they go to injure them on purpose. You know, there's a, there's a a lot of things that could lead to uh, that. Rarely, rarely, rarely ever happens. Usually, even the people that hate each other the most in the ring take care of them. Um, sometimes, 
backstage, <laughs> that might not be the case. But the exemption to the rule the is sexy stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. But the majority of the time, and her thing wasn't another promotion thing. She was pissed at her yeah. personally, so. But yeah, usually most of the time they're pretty professional on that kind of thing. It's just, yeah, we're in a state of flux right now. This is a very gray area in pro wrestling. It's in a good place, but with WWE making so many changes, with NXT and with the uh, XFL coming up. It's all question marks. It's still all question marks almost a year later. doesn't have a show yet. You know, they're still coming up. You got Impact trying to make moves and get on bigger stations. MLW is growing. Nobody knows what's going on with Ring of Honor. We've had companies closing like Lucha Underground and um, uh, not Shikara. What's the, what's the other one that just closed down recently? Not PWG. Oh my God, we just talked about it. Anyways, yeah, there's just so much is changing. It's wild. It's exciting. Because we don't it's know what's terrifying. going on. It's terrifying. Uh, I, I want to go with exciting, but we'll go with terrifying. Thrilling. Yeah. Mm. I just can't wait for some of these question mark cards to get flipped over and we can finally see like what the future is going to be. Because everybody's done a really good job of keeping it under wraps. With all the stuff that is public and known, there's still so much unknown and uncertainty. Oh, yeah. And it's fun. It's just... And don't forget, we got um, StarCast coming up yeah. next week also. Yeah, did you hear CM Punk is going to be pay-per-view had... an hour before the fucking... His StarCast interview is on pay-per-view as a standalone thing an hour before the pay-per-view happens. Yes, he's going to be on StarCast on yes. pay-per-view. He is not going to be at AEW. An hour before. He's not. I think I I honestly honestly I think at the very least he's the person in Cody Rhodes' ring corner. I I don't think he shows up at all. (laughs) But we got we got to talk about that next. Oh yeah, it's a whole next week thing. But I'm just bummed because um, when I almost died, I was out of work, and so I don't have money. And I was planning on actually buying Starcast Three on Fight because not only did you get Starcast 3 but you also got all of Starcast 1 and 2 with 3 for the same price and it was all streaming forever you owned it the whole time and I was really excited to get that but you had to pre-order it by the 19th and I didn't so that would have been really awesome to get all three Starcasts for I think it was like 30 bucks or something well, fuck I yeah. fucking dropped 30 fuck yeah. bucks on it was like it was like you know 20 hours or something you know shit so, kind of bummed about that, but maybe... Hey, it'll, that deal will be back around it for StarCast 4. Maybe. Maybe. It ain't going anywhere. But, folks, sadly we have to go somewhere. And that somewhere is off into the sunset. That's right, folks. Hop on your hostings and ride out. Hop on your mad cow. And right off like the ombre you are. So with that being said, I am Mad Mac. And I am Pace Libley. I like Pace Libley. <laughs> Pace Libley! Yes. And this has been your Beef Sticks Podcast for this week. Thank you very much for tuning in. Make sure to head up our Facebook page. Make sure to look us up on Patreon. 
Make sure to go to our. Um, we got a Snapchat. Instagram. Instagram. Do we have a Snapchat? I don't. I don't have a Snapchat for us. Uh, yes, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram have, YouTube. Yeah. I don't use any of them. Sorry, folks. We gotta get. We gotta try to figure out how to get back into that. But with that being said, good night.